We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Arizona Christian University student teachers get banned from the local school district simply because they have biblical faith. I'm going to share this story with you and how I received the exact same response in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, when I called out the sexual nihilism being taught in the local curriculum. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Today's story is about Arizona Christian University. This Christian school in Arizona just received word that its student teachers are banned by a local school district, a local school board, from teaching, doing their student teaching in the local schools. I'm not kidding you. The solution that this school board sees to the, to the mess that we're in, the solution to all that ails us, the solution to having terrible, terrible education being pumped into our schools on a daily basis, the solution that this school board sees is to stop local Christian college student teachers from serving in these local schools. That's their solution. I'm going to share that story with you and how I received the exact same response in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, nearly 10 years ago when I called out all of this garbage and the local school board association in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, wrote a letter to the editor of the local newspaper asking, not asking, I correct myself, demanding that Oklahoma Wesleyan student teachers be banned from teaching in the local schools because I had called out the sexual nihilism that was being taught in our country schools. That's where we are. And it's not brand new. The reason I'm sharing this story with you today, in fact, is, well, yes, the Arizona Christian University story is new, but the premise to the story isn't because it's been around for some time. <laughs> like I said, I experienced the same thing at Oklahoma Wesleyan University when I was president there. These teachers' unions will tolerate no dissent. You cannot have a contrary view. You can't challenge them on their failures. And now we have school boards that are doing their bidding, doing the bidding of these school teacher unions, these teacher unions that will not allow anybody to challenge their critical theory, challenge their worship of BLM, challenge their neo-Marxism, challenge their social-emotional learning models, which are laden with LGBTQIA indoctrination. If you challenge any of this, if you call them out and say, you know, bad ideas are going to result in bad behavior in our culture, and maybe... Just maybe some of the garbage we're seeing in terms of the use and abuse of women, the psychological dysfunction, the suicide ideation that's rampant in our students and our youth today. Maybe when we see some of these outcomes, we need to go back to the source and consider the ideas that have led to this particular way of thinking and this way of living that is broken for today's youth. Maybe, just maybe, our schools are at least partly responsible for this. 
Oh no, you can't say that today. If you say any of that, you will be expelled from the school. That's today's story, and I'm going to use Arizona Christian University as the springboard to get into it. Stick with me, and after we get back from this break, I'll share that story with you, and then my experience in the local Bartlesville public school system when I challenged the fact that, you know, some of this misogyny, like Matt Lauer and Harvey Weinstein and others, all of this misogyny, it might be the result of teaching sexual nihilism in our schools in the first place. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So let's jump right into the story on Arizona Christian University. They're actually pledging to take legal action against the local school district because the school board has banned the student teachers from Arizona Christian to doing their service, their student teaching in the local Arizona school district. Here's the story. I believe it comes out of Christian News. It's written by Leonardo Blair. Uh, here you go. In days after the five-member governing board of the Washington Elementary School District in Arizona voted to ban student teachers from Arizona Christian University from the district due to their commitment to traditional Christian values, the university's president has slammed the decision as wrong and unlawful and pledged to fight back. Here's a quote. The school board's recent decision to ban ACU, Arizona Christian University students, from serving as student teachers was done for one reason only, our university's commitment to our Christian convictions. That's wrong, it's unlawful, and it will only hurt the, the district students. Close quote. And that was, that was a quote from President Lynn Munsell, who's the president of Arizona Christian University. Good for him. Standing ovation for Dr. Lynn Munsell, who is the president of Arizona Christian University. You need to consider this particular school as one of the few schools left in the nation where you could send your students and have a reliable, predictable, conservative, orthodox, traditional education provided to them because most other universities across the land would bow the knee and they would capitulate to this ridiculous nonsense that's taking place in the local school districts. 
And I'll give you proof to that fact here in a second when I share my story at Oklahoma Wesleyan University. More from this particular story, however, in the Christian Post. Essentially, the story is this. At a recent board meeting held on February 3rd, in spite of the fact, in spite of the fact that school district officials actually recommended renewing a partnership with Arizona Christian University so that their education students could engage in teacher education in the local schools. This is an arrangement, an agreement that has existed for at least 11 years. In spite of that, the school board, and I emphasize that again, the school board members, three of whom identify as members of the LGBTQ community, there it is again, the radical fascism of LGBTQIA. If you don't agree with our sexual nihilism, if you don't agree with our subjective identity claims, if you don't agree that a man can claim to be a woman and a woman can claim to be a man, if you don't agree that we should be indoctrinating your children with sexual uh, debauchery as young as kindergarten, if you don't agree that we should show them pictures of oral sex and masturbation, if you don't agree that we should be doing all of this stuff, and if you think that's wrong, if you think that's immoral, if you don't want your kids exposed to all that garbage, you're the problem, Christian, and you should be expelled from even teaching in our local schools. That's what this school board just decided. Three members of the local school board identify with LGBTQ ideology and immorality, and they voted to nix the agreement, to deny the agreement to Arizona Christian University, arguing, and this was their argument, that having student teachers with biblical values in the state's largest elementary school district would pose too much of a threat to LGBTQIA students. That's what this school board decided. Now, I kid you not, I'm looking at pictures of the school board members right now, and one of the most outspoken opponents of Christianity on this school board actually is wearing cat ears, cat ears, in her picture on the school board. That's what we've come to. This is what your kids are getting in the local school district. Now, President Munsell, the president of Arizona Christian University, said that over the course of ACU's partnership with the district, they have had no problems, zero, never had a problem reported. Student teachers from the university have done such a great job. He added that many of them are being hired as full-time teachers and administrators in the local schools. Same story that I had when I was president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. We had an arrangement with the local school district for decades And in fact, many of the teachers in the local schools were Oklahoma Wesleyan University alumni. But yet, when I called out the LGBTQIA nihilism, when I called out the sexual amorality that was being taught in the local schools, when I called out the fact that they were promoting and advertising rainbow cabal events, when I suggested that maybe because you all are teaching this stuff, Stuff like uh, teaching elementary school kids uh, how to use a condom rather than what the Ten Commandments are. Uh, Teaching young boys that consent is the only standard for morality when it comes to sexual relationships that they should worry about. That if you can just get somebody to consent to what it is that you want to do, then that makes it right. But if they don't consent, then it's evil. It's bad. It's very, very bad. That's the only standard for judging what's right and wrong when it comes to what you do sexually with another person. When we teach these things in our local schools, then are we surprised to find out 
that we have people that graduate from those schools and actually start behaving accordingly. When I pointed that out, I received the exact same response as this Arizona Christian University story. The local teachers union, the Bartlesville Education Association, which is a subdivision, it falls underneath the umbrella of the Oklahoma Education Association, the OEA, they called for banning my students from being involved in the local school district. But let's get back to this Arizona story before I get into mine. So here's what one of the school board members actually said. This is stunning. It's just stunning. The school board member name is Valenzuela. Okay, She says this. She's the one with cat ears. While I full-heartedly believe in religious freedom and people being able to practice whatever faith that they have, I had some concerns regarding looking at this particular institution, she said. And then she made it clear that she identifies as bilingual, disabled, neo-divergent, queer, black, Latina. That's her identity while she takes a picture with cat ears. And people elected this woman to the school board. She's responsible for governing what your kids are being taught. If this doesn't if this doesn't catch your attention, if this doesn't convince you that you need to be running for the school board wholeheartedly, put some money into the effort, work hard, get elected, then I don't know what will. Okay, back to the story. Valenzuela's quote. I'm going to start with our values. First, our vision in the Washington Elementary School District is committed to achieving excellence for every child, every day, every opportunity, every child. When I go to Arizona Christian University's website, and I'm taking this directly from their website, above all else, be committed to Jesus Christ, accomplishing his will and advancing his kingdom on earth as in heaven, Valenzuela continued. Part of our four values of the school is influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting the biblically informed values that are foundational to Western civilization, including the centrality of the family, traditional sexual morality, and lifelong marriage between one man and one woman. See, that's the part of the Arizona Christian University mission statement that Valenzuela is reading, and she's got a problem with that. She has a problem with a school that's committed to Jesus Christ and accomplishing his will and advancing his kingdom on earth as in heaven. She has a problem with the four values of the school to influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting biblically informed values which are the foundation of Western civilization. And she has a problem with the centrality of the family, traditional sexual morality, lifelong marriage between one man and one woman. This is what she said in response to that mission statement. And I'm reading directly from her words. She says this, I want to know how bringing people from an institution that is ingrained in their values that will very directly, one, impact three of our board members who are part of the LGBTQ community. We have added our pronouns as a statement of solidarity, to let our LGBTQ community know that we stand in making sure that they feel protected. Are we performing only performative solidarity, she asks, or are we going to dig deep and actually look at the partnerships that we're doing? Then she went on and noted that one of the other board members received several emails from the community arguing against renewing the partnership with the Arizona Christian University and argued that she doesn't believe Christian student teachers can separate their Christian values from their professional obligations, making them unable to treat students equally. What a bunch of garbage. 
She's arguing for equality while she is eliminating Christians from the equation. How equal is that? How fair is that for the people who identify as followers of Christ? You don't have the right to identify. You don't have the right to identify your values. You don't have the right to identify yourself by your Lord rather than your libido. If you don't follow your libido rather than the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, then you will be silenced. You won't even be able to finish your education and get credentialed as a teacher. That's what she just said. She goes on, for me, this is not a concern about Christianity. There are plenty of Christian denominations who are LGBTQ friendly. So I want to make it clear that for me, my pause is not that they're Christian so much as their particular institution, strong L- anti-LGBTQ stance, and their strong belief that if you believe this is your core and you take it out into the world, the board president said, I simply don't know how a piece of paper can change somebody's underlying value system, even though they may not do anything illegal. Where they are preaching or using Bible verses, how do you shut off an essential part of your being and not be biased to the individuals in which you are charged of nurturing and supporting unconditionally? I don't see how that disconnect is possible. That's her quote. Now, aside from the fact that she she can't communicate, uh, again, I read her statement verbatim. The poor grammar <laughs> just stuns me that people get involved in education and they can't use proper grammar. But these are people who don't understand that pronouns should be used accurately rather than subjectively. So why am I surprised? These are people that are arguing that 2 plus 2 equals 4 is the product of white privilege. These are people who think Emotional affirmation is more important than teaching students how to read and write and count. These are people who deny biology and deny science, say that genetics, physiology, biology, DNA doesn't matter. So why am I surprised? Why are you surprised to learn that they don't know how to communicate and they write, they can't write a paragraph that actually holds together and makes sense with proper transition, proper grammar, proper tense, etc.? Uh, I digress on that. So that's the story of Arizona Christian University. Now, I told you that I experienced the same thing some years ago. Well, this goes back to an opinion piece that I wrote back in the Me Too days, the Me Too movement when it was at its height. I wrote an opinion piece for the Washington Times, and I titled it, Teach Lettery and You Get Lectures. Now, why did I say that? Well, when you looked at the list of people that were being outed on a daily basis for their misogyny, Matt Lauer, uh, you had, um, let's see, who else did you had? You had John Besh, you had comedian uh, Louis C.K., you had Cine Family Executive Hadrian Belove, you had, who else? You had Richard Dreyfuss, you had Gary Goddard, you had Andy Henry, Dustin Hoffman, Robert Nepper, Andrew Kreisbeg, you had Jeremy Piven. The list went on and on and on. Gilbert Rosen, Chris Savano, Steven Seagal. You had Kevin Spacey, Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, and it didn't stop in Hollywood. It wasn't just the media. You had Al Franken of the Senate, Roy Moore, who was a candidate, a Florida Democrat Party chairman, Stephen Biddle, Florida Democratic State Senator, Jeff Clemens, Florida Republican Senator, uh, Jack Litvala, Kentucky House Speaker Jeff Hoover, British Defense Secretary Michael Fallon. It, it just went on and on and on. You remember the stories. 
You had CBS News personality, Charlie Rose. The list just didn't end of these guys that were being outed for their misogyny by the Me Too movement. And I applaud it. They should have been. And we can't forget the... We can't forget what I'll call the three, the, the, the trinity of misogyny. You had the 2006 accusations against Vice President Al Gore for his misogyny, and you had the 2008 disclosure of Vice Presidential Candidate John Edwards and his illicit affair, and then you had the granddaddy of them all, Bill Clinton, who famously or infamously said, I didn't have sex with that woman even though it was clear that he did. And he was also accused, let us not forget this, accused uh, multiple times of multiple rapes and assaults with various different women. That's President Bill Clinton. So my question in my article way back then was this. Why does any of this surprise us? Why do any of these rampant claims of sexual aggression seem to catch us off guard? Can, can we really take anyone seriously who pretends to be shocked by this stuff? Can, can we even take ourselves seriously if we act as if this is, all, this is all a surprise? It's taken us unawares. That was the question I asked, or the questions I asked in my article. And, and then I suggested that if we have any measure of honesty left in our cultural soul, the answer has to be no. This story of... The Matt Lowers, the Harvey Weinsteins, the Bill Clintons, the Al Gores, the John Edwards, all of this stuff, the Al Frankens, all of this stuff is as predictable as the sunrise. Why? Why am I pretending or claiming or arguing that this stuff was inevitable? How did we know this would happen? How did we know that more would follow? And these wouldn't just be singular stories, that they would multiply themselves several fold. Well, I, I believe it's as obvious as the nose on your face. All we need to do is look at our local public schools and what we've been teaching for the past several decades. Ideas always have consequences. I've said that a thousand times over on this show. Ideas always have consequences. And the lecherous behavior that you see in public is the result of the lechery that we're, we are teaching in our public schools. Garbage in, garbage out. For years, our schools have mocked morality. So why are we now shocked to find that we live in a society that has no understanding of personal morals? <laughs> you think there's a correlation? For decades, we've taught that our children shouldn't live within any given boundaries. We've taught them that there are no boundaries. Year after year. We've taught our kids the merits of sexual experimentation rather than the virtue of sexual restraint. And now we wonder why our country lacks virtue and our culture is void of any sexual restraint. (laughs) I mean, garbage in, garbage out. I mean, are we surprised that our ideas are bearing fruit in our culture? I mean, we act as if something has gone wrong, but yet we continue to teach our kids to do what is wrong. We've torn down all the standards, but yet We're incredulous to find out that we're being led by a bunch of men who have no standards. We mock what's right, and then we shake our heads at leaders who don't know how to do what's right. It's exactly like what C.S. Lewis said. We laugh at honor and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. We castrate and bid the geldings be fruitful. That's a fantastic quote. Commit that one to memory. C.S. Lewis, we laugh at honor and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. 
we castrate and bid the gelding be fruitful. This is his commentary where he said, we've created men without chests. We remove the organ and demand the function. I'll say that one more time. We remove the organ and demand the function. And nearly 100 years ago, G.K. Chesterton warned of this moral castration. He, he warned of the same thing. He said this. This is a Chesterton quote. The terrible danger in the heart of our society is that the tests are giving way. We are altering not the evils, but the standards of good by which alone evil can be detected and defined. In other words, again, we don't have a measuring rod outside of those things being measured. We've gotten rid of the test, the measurement. We are altering not just the evils, but the standards of good by which alone evils can be detected and defined. And then Chesterton went on to say this, the next great heresy is going to be simply an attack on morality, and especially on sexual morality, and it is coming from those resolved to enjoy themselves with nothing to hold them back. Does that sound like this Arizona school board? He said the next great heresy is going to be simply an attack on morality, and especially on sexual morality. I'm going to insert one additional word there on biblical sexual morality, because we've altered not just the evils, but any standards of good, the Bible being that standard of good by which alone evils can be detected and defined. And where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? It's coming from your schools. Now, this attack has come, and it has not come from without, but rather from within. We're going to be conquered from within. We're not going to be conquered from without. And it's starting right here in your local schools. Garbage in, garbage out. And the ideological garbage that we've taught our children in our classrooms for decades is now bearing itself out in the garish behavior we're now seeing in our culture. Ideas have consequences. And when you teach lechery, you're going to get lectures. Alter the standard of good by which you detect evil and evil prevails. If you don't want your progeny, your kids your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, to get the cancer of my heart, mind, and soul that they're getting from your local schools, then stop sending them there and stop aiding and abetting these bad people from feeding them the ideological carcinogens that are giving your kids this disease in the first place. Now, when I made that argument back in 2017, okay, when I made that argument, I think it was 2017, I may be off a bit, the local teachers' union, okay, the Bartlesville Education Association, wrote a letter to the editor demanding that the local school system, system stop providing Oklahoma Wesleyan student teachers an opportunity to do their student teaching in these local schools. That, that was their solution, okay? In other words, these people think the way to solve our country's problems is to eliminate Christians from the educational process. All right? <laughs> That's their solution. The BEA issued the following demand. This is what they actually said when I wrote that article and called out our local schools, our national schools, for doing this garbage. Bartlesville's public schools must refrain from accepting student teachers from any training in our classrooms until Dr. Everett Piper publicly apologizes for his personal attack on our teachers. 
Stunning. (laughs) Just stunning. In some ways, it's stunning. But not really. You shouldn't be surprised. I've told you, it's happening in your own backyard. And if you're listening in Oklahoma, I mean, at the same time I wrote this article and this thing was playing out in local, in my local town, in Jay, Oklahoma, 12-year-old middle school students were being given graphic instructions about masturbating, oral and anal sex, with detailed instructions for boys on how to, and this was the language and the material that was being given to boys, how to go down on a girl, quote-unquote. Okay, In Fox Ridge and Cherry Creek, Colorado, middle schoolers were being provided a private password to an internet portal through which they could gain direct, direct access to their daily assignments. And one of the things that a parent discovered when they went into that portal of their young daughter's educational curriculum was an explicit sexual video. Not a cartoon, not a diagram, an actual video of two men engaged in anal sex. In Edmond, Oklahoma, at the same time I wrote that article, you had high school, a high school in Edmond, Oklahoma, that approved a reading list which included rape erotica. Yes, you heard me correctly, rape erotica. The list went on and on and on at that time. And since I wrote that article, it's just gotten worse. At every corner across the United States, you heard the same thing. And it it didn't stop. And it's not going to stop. They're banning Christians from the educational establishment. So what's the solution? Get on the school board if you want to change your local schools. It's not going to change otherwise. And the only other thing until you can actually orchestrate the change is get your kids out of those schools because it's not going to end well. Garbage in, garbage out. Bad ideas, bad kids, bad culture. Why do you think your kids are going to be any different if they get keep getting this garbage fed to them, they're going to develop develop cancer of heart, mind, and soul. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.